Good afternoon, church. All right. Good to see all of you here this afternoon. So before Mass, Valerie walked in and she was preparing her music and so forth. And she looked at me and said, oh, you're preaching tonight, today, right? I said, is it that obvious it's the only time I come to 4 p.m. Mass, uh, especially in the summertime. Well, every now and then I'll pop in un- unannounced. The wife of a corporate executive often was called upon to attend cocktail parties with her husband. This was a problem for her because she hated cocktail parties. In her own words, I abhor cocktail parties. When I go to one, I'm nervous about how people will act. But also, I'm turned off by the level of conversation. People chattering away at each other, but nobody really listening No one listening to what the other person is saying. She went on to describe a little game she played at one such party. I found myself talking to a corporate vice president whom I had not previously met. He began speaking to me above the noisy chatter all around us, talking by the numbers, so to speak. He asked me questions about where I lived, how I liked it there, although obviously he was not the least bit interested. As he was going through the motions in this way, I casually mentioned, I have a dog named Robert. Well, he picked up on this right away and replied, oh, you have a dog named Robert. Well, actually, we have seven dogs, I said. There's Robert and George, Louis, Edward, John, Eugene, and Samuel. And, of course, there are two cats, Shirley and Marguerite. But the man's eyes were kind of glazed over by this point, and it was obvious that he was gone again as far as our conversation was concerned. But still going through the motions, he asked, Do you have any children? Yes, I replied, Puff and Spot. (laughs) The woman went on to say that the most interesting result of her little experiment was that during the entire conversation, The man's facial expression never changed. No matter what she said, however strange, the conversation went right on without causing as much as a raised eyebrow. When we gather in Jesus' name, we are given the opportunity to get beneath all the superficial chit-chat and down into the deep level of our being where the word of God is meant to do more than raise our eyebrows or change our facial expression. 
When we gather in Jesus' name, the word of God we hear is meant to change our life. The question arises, are we gathered in Jesus' name by the numbers, so to speak? Are we merely going through the motions? Or have we come in the expectation that God really does have something important to say to us about our life, about our priorities, about our Christian ministry. In today's gospel lesson, Jesus gives specific instructions to a group of 70 disciples he is sending into the towns he plans to visit later. The first thing he tells them is that he needs them. He's counting on them. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. He tells them that as his disciples, they will encounter difficulties. He tells them that wherever they are to wherever they go, they are to proclaim his peace. He tells them that his kingdom coming represents the fulfillment of God's promise of the coming kingdom of God. For us, the primary significance of this gospel is not that just God is working through and in Jesus to transform the world of over 2,000 years ago, but rather that God is always always doing that every day every moment in our lives he is transforming our daily experiences into something blessed we simply have to recognize that in whatever it is we're doing the important thing is that God is sending us out as his peacemakers, reconcilers, and healers. The important thing is that God is sending us out to proclaim the coming of his kingdom of love into our broken and divided world. My brothers and sisters, the church gives us these weeks in ordinary time to reflect on and improve on our discipleship. Ask yourselves, are you just going through the motions or are you really listening to God speaking to you? Do you want to be a laborer in his vineyard? Of course you do. You wouldn't be here today if you didn't. But I encourage you to continue to grow in his presence, to grow in your knowledge and in your courage. Amen.